Hey, longtime listeners, this is Shades here to tell you about our sponsor this week. It's you, our longtime listeners. If you would like to actively support this show, you can head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash shades and sketch. We are looking for 10 subscribers to kick in $30 a month so that we can keep this show on the air ad free, free of things that you don't care about and we don't believe in. So once again, that's patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Thank you so much to all of our current patrons. And um, we've got a lot of cool stuff coming to you over on the Patreon very soon. Season two. Now on to this week's episode. Oh, hello. I'm Sketch. And I'm Shades. And this is Geeking, Geeking Out with Shades, Shades and Sketch. Part two of our big Star Wars, Star Wars. season two spectacular. There was a Shades and Sketch in there somewhere, too. Yeah. Awesome. Welcome back, guys, to more Star Wars talk. Because you you just can't get enough of it. And you know what? There's not enough people out there talking about Star Wars. I know, right? You know, it's like going way under the radar. And no one even, like, knows these things exist anymore. But uh, so glad you joined us back. Uh, Every time you join us, you join us in a different corner of the Geeking Out Multiverse. This week, we have moved from Octo. We have. We finally got a little gas. Turns out, force-sensitive trees make great, great fuel. Great go-co fuel. Great go-co fuel. Uh, and so, Shades and I, uh, after being stranded. For it seemed like forever. For so long. Uh, a week. Yeah. Roughly. Roughly. Uh, we have landed on... Navarro. Navarro. Another planet in the Star, Star Wars, Wars universe. universe. Uh, but we're laying low. We're, we're, we're. Our subterranean. Our subterranean hideout. Sewer hideout. We're, we, we have been an alarming number of sewers. We have. Like, we always say the GoCo could go anywhere, and we have been. We wind up in, in a lot of so sewers. Many effing sewers. But this sewer also it's, it's happens lovely. to be. A Mandalorian secret hideout. Yeah. So if we're in a subterranean sewer Mandalorian secret hideout, that must mean we're talking about the, the Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Uh, Disney, Disney Plus's, Plus. I guess it's flagship their flagship show. Show. Yeah. yeah, I guess it is. Um, I still love the idea that Disney Plus had to launch without the Last Jedi and like six Marvel movies. Yeah, I know that. Um, I can't speak for the. The Marvel. They haven't movies, gotten all of them. The Last back. Jedi was on there when I had it my finally. Yeah, my it, week. it came on at the end of my. Yep. They still haven't gotten Solo. I don't think they want it. Netflix, eh. Netflix can have Solo. Eh. Eh. Me, I liked it. It was fine. I enjoyed it. This isn't Solo. This episode. isn't Solo episode. Uh, this is the Mandalorian. If this is the Mandalorian episode, episode uh, part two of our Star Wars spectacular, do we have a theme song? I think we do. Sketch. It's a pretty good one this week too. Yeah. So Star Warsy. Yeah. It's such a Star Wars. It, it's very Tarantino esque mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Or like I said, it, it's very reminiscent of the Westworld. Um only I've only seen the uh the pilot on a flight. Oh, it's so good. But this isn't the Westworld episode mm-hmm. either. This is the Mandalorian. Um Meh. No, uh, Mandalorian. Love Mandalorian. Yeah. Westworld. Me. What did you see? Episode one of the first season? Uh, the pilot. Season? The, the original. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing I've seen. With Dolores? Yep. Yeah, Me. Yeah. Oh, what a payoff at the end of that season. Holy shit. 
Uh, anywho, if we're talking Mandalorian, we are going to spoil obviously Mandalorian if it hasn't been spoiled for you already. Uh, and then after we talk Mandalorian, we're gonna we're gonna get the back state into some of the Star, Star Wars, Wars galaxy stuff. as a whole. Um, so this will this will this will nicely round up and um and put a nice little bow yeah. on our our Star Wars um. Our Star Wars discussion, so we can get into some other things. Yes, you gotta talk Star Wars while it's fresh. If you're geeking out, yeah. But we got we got a lot of stuff on the docket. Yeah. I think. Do I think also we'll have a future Star Trek episode? Yeah, we will have to. Now I'm hearing Picard, so. mixed things about Picard. Oh, mixed things. I haven't yeah. heard anything about Picard other than it came I've heard out. some mixed things. Um, Mandalorian. Do you have Mandalorian a history? I do. Sketch. I'm glad you asked. <clears throat> history. Mm-hmm. A live-action Star Wars series entered production in 2009 with over 50 scripts written by 2012. But they were deemed too expensive to produce. Rumored to have been called Star Wars Underworld, talks continued through 2013 and the acquisition of Lucasfilm by Disney. More details emerged through June of 2014 when it was announced the series was dead and that it would have followed Boba Fett. In 2017, while filming the photorealistic remake of The Lion King, writer-director Jon Favreau pitched what would become Mandalorian to Kathleen Kennedy. She introduced him to Dave Fellini, who was also working on a Star Wars series, and in their initial meeting, Fellini started doodling what would become The Child. When shooting wrapped for the day on photorealistic Lion King, Favreau would stay late in his office and work on his secret Star Wars project, which he would only share with Fellini. General. Sorry? General. General. I'm just getting that. Oh. I'm getting that vibe from gotcha. the two of them. Sure. Uh, Disney officially announced the series on March 8th, 2018, and a second season is already written, written, and production is underway. The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. Uh, and, and so it was, it was filmed very quickly. Jon Favreau, um, while he's the creator and head writer, didn't direct any of uh, the first season episodes. He has said that he will be taking a more active role in season two because he was working on Lion King. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was no shortage of great directors in season one. Taika Waititi... Bryce Dallas Howard, Dave Fellini, um, a, a couple other uh, big directorial names. There you go. Maybe in season two we'll get a Joe Johnston helmed. Maybe episode. we will. Maybe. But man, John Favreau. Just knocking him oh, out of the park. He does a Marvel movie. He births the cinematic universe. He works on a Star Wars series, and and he gives us the child. He decides he's going to make a sports movie, and and gives us the replacements. Arguably one of the the greatest roles Gene Hackman has ever played. Um, you lost me at sports. Movie. You never saw the replacements. You said sports movie. It's it's actually a really great movie. Ugh, centers around sports. Is it one of these movies that really like makes sports look like a good thing? Yes. Ugh. But it's a great movie. Ugh. I mean, Gene Hackman plays an amazing role, and he plays this just insane character who like breaks, like is just a mangled, bloody mess. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he basically plays an incredible Hulk-esque character without the strength of the Hulk, but with all of the desire to smash. Keanu Reeves is in it. It's great. What's the What's the sport? Football. And I oh. yeah. But I mean, it's a great movie. Chef, did you see Chef? You would love Chef. No, I didn't see Chef. I've heard oh, about it. So good. Yeah, I you would, would like. You Chef. would love Chef. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix. It is. Yeah, and they made a Chef up. show afterwards where uh, the inspiration for the movie and he continue to cook. It's kind of like his old. Sh- remember Dinner for Five? Do you mm-hmm. remember his, his show Dinner for Five? Yes. Um, and it's basically like that. Only instead of eating the meal, they cook the meal. I will definitely watch. Yeah, Chef. Chef show. I will not watch the, the replacements. Watch. That's fine. It's old. How do you make a sports movie worse? It's, Center it around football. Sure, it's basically Major League only with uh, the football. Okay. It's it's funny. I did see Major League. It's it's funny. I mean, it's John Favreau. It's very good. No, no, yeah. I just but it's care, a football movie. I care nothing of the of We the don't topic. do the sports ball guy. But I'm just saying, D, John Favreau doesn't... Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure he put out something I mean, great. He's, he, he, he does great... He does great things. Work. He's a and, great... Writer, not my favorite director. Certainly enjoy his directorial work. My, you know, th- I think his two Iron Man movies are far better than Iron Man three, and uh, I prefer his directorial style to to the the uh, the Russo brothers. Uh, I think he's a better writer and storyteller than than their the, their combined efforts. Um, and you, and I um... I in greatly enjoyed. Uh, you know, I would have loved to have seen a. A J.J. Uh, Abrams directed John Favreau's story for episode nine, mm, mm, and that would have been just mm, dynamite. Yeah, give us that. Uh, I mean, we'll, maybe we'll get a trilogy yet. If there's always going to be trilogies, I know. If you listen to part one, which you really should have, yes. Like, if you're jumping in at the Mandalorian, this I is mean, this oof. is honestly a continuation. You're, you're picking of up our in the uh, middle of the story. Which maybe won't work out so bad. Um, we're going to subvert your expectations because this is part two. Heavily. Um, but I am on record, permanent record in the airwaves forever of saying that Mandalorian was a is return the, to form. the best Star Wars that Disney has offered us yet. Uh, did Disney bring us Rebels? I think they did. They did. It's live action Star Wars. Sure. So related, though, and we're gonna get there. yeah. I, oh yeah, uh, it, it's this I is mean, really I, more just a continuation of that oof. story. In, if we in many, don't many see Sabine Wren mm-hmm. in season two, mm-hmm. I mean, we're gonna get there, guys. Guys, we're gonna get there. Do you have the all important scores? internet? Scores? I do. IMDb gives Mandalorian season one an eight point eight. Rotten Tomatoes critic score ninety five. Oh. Fan score ninety three. Wow. Metacritic yeah. ninety seven. Google reviewers, 97%. Yeah. I gave it a 100. There you go. I fucking loved this. Yeah. I had no, nothing took me out of story. Mm-hmm. I have zero rants. All right. Do I have questions? Yes. We're going to get through do it. I, do I have some? Uh... Somewhat. I'm so reservations. curious. Oh, reservations. Sure. I gave this, not that you asked, but I gave this What'd movie. What'd you give a sketch? Thank you. A 97. 97? Effing loved it. Really? 3% rant? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 3% rant. I think okay. that's, I think that's fair. 97 sure. is effing fantastic. Um, and all it is is one little tiny rant, um, which I'm surprised you didn't have. 
because you've said this rant for other properties, which hmm. I felt like this also uh, did. But anyway, um, loved it. Like you said, true to form. It, yeah. it brings Star Wars back to what makes Star Wars great. Puppets. Westerns. Yeah. Serialized adventure. Yeah. I mean, Star Wars was spawned by serialized, you know, Flash Gordon. Mm -hmm. And we've gotten a serial. I mean, it's we've gotten a serialized adventure series mm -hmm. in a, it's very much a Flash Gordon character. Do we have a do we have like a synopsis of this? Uh, I didn't write one. I also didn't write one. Um, a lone gunslinger yeah. travels the wasteland in a post empire galaxy, kicking ass and. Taking names, yep. adopting the uh, uh, adopting the child, uh, the child in, in the code and also of the code of the, code the of the Mandalorian, uh, um, and it's just it's just that it's just him and the and the Mandal you know bringing clarity to what Mandalorians are. Yep. Um, yeah. Mandalorians for those people not that know are the, the, the are not a race. No, uh, they are the uh, the warriors that uh, Jango and Boba Fett have uh, stylized there. Yes, their uh, their existence and their armor off of right, uh, and they not are, Mandalorians, not Mandalorians. They've just uh, stylized their armor off. But of it. they are um, Mandalorians are explained very well in yes. both uh, the Clone Wars and Star Wars Rebels. Rebels, so, um, yes. In fitting with other series, this yes. continues the the, the, the stories le that you might not recognize yes. from the movie universe. Yes. but if you've been following along with the series. This fits right in. Yes, it does. Real nice. Like a little puzzle piece. It's Django and Boba, not Mandalorians. They've just stylized well, themselves. Definitely not Boba. Right. Uh, I, I don't Django think... was a Mandalorian? It doesn't but seem that to be. That would have been Clone Wars. Well, that, okay, I, we're going to have to look that up. Yeah. Because he, he, he is before, he exists before the downfall of the Mandalorian. Of so it's possible. Um, right. we'll, we'll have to look that up. Yeah, we'll have to, he's referred to as a Mandalorian, he is, but it's but, by other but people. Maybe he's just from Mandalore. He doesn't follow the creed that he is deposited exactly. in this movie. And, but but that, also, neither do neither, the people in. You know, yeah, guys, guys. But it's entirely possible. We're getting there. It's entirely possible that the religion and the creed only comes into existence after the purge. It's very possible. Okay, let's get into this. Right. Sure. Let's do it. Fucking awesome. So that we could talk about the big one. The biggies. Okay. Uh, let's start with raves. Sure. Because I only have one ramp and you have none. Okay. So that'll be quick later. Great. Go ahead. Take one. Uh, the cast. Yes, it's great. Great fucking cast. Pedro Pascal, the, the Red awesome. Viper. Awesome. You know him from Game of Thrones, the, the Red Viper. Nick Nolte. Man, Nick Nolte, uh, his, his uh, what was that character's name? I don't know actor, so which one is Nick he Nolte? Was, he is the, 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 I have spoken. Oh, I love him. Yeah. The Ugnot. Ugnot. Sure. I don't remember what his name was, but he's he's the little Ugnot. Yeah, oh, that, that's the your the race. people wrangled the great beasts of Mandalore. Yeah, you can't ride a whatever yeah. those things were. Yeah, he he used to be like a tactician for the Empire. Yes, he he, he's, he was a slave. He, he's one of those little creatures that yeah. uh, helped build the, the uh, carbonite chamber. Oh, the carbonite chamber, chamber for, yeah. for uh, in Empire Strikes Back. He's one of those. Mm. And um, uh, the girl, what's her Gia name? Gia Carano. Um, and she was a. Did they name her? I don't think. Yeah, so. Yeah, she had a name in it. Oh, but she was a. She was in the Battle of Endor. Yeah, she was, she a, was a, 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 an a rebellion shock trooper. Shock trooper. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And uh, Carl Weathers. Is that the bounty hunter guy? Uh, he was like the guy who ran the town. 
and handed yeah, yeah. out the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the pucks. Yeah, yeah, I liked him. Yeah, he was a oh, Carl, Carl Weathers. He, he, had was, a nice he was like, he had a great journey, and he was like classic Star Wars. Yeah. Which is because, but he's never been in Star Wars before, but he brought that classic Star Wars almost campiness, but not quite to the role. He was, um, God damn it. There's no so way for good. me to say this without sounding like really racist. Uh oh. But he, he really, I'm glad he, you're saying it. He felt, he felt like Lando, like this, this charismatic character who, mm. who like, uh, you don't Do know I if you can trust. And he was a little over the top. You know, like when you meet Lando yeah, in Bespin yeah, yeah. the first He's time? very much over the like top. Like the very first time you meet Lando? Those capes. And, uh... Yeah, yeah, like... He's just... He's just a little beyond <laughs> the way a normal person talks that you're like, yes. I don't think I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I... I don't I think can, I trust him. I can trust this character. Um, um, so he, like, he brought that in. He did. Real nice. Whereas, uh, like, you knew... You knew Mando's, like... Yeah. You knew all of his convictions. Right. You never knew like where concrete. his character was yeah. going to fall. What, 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 way until the very end. And right. Even at the very end. Even at at the any very moment, end. I was right. ready for him to, to, to switch a yeah. room. I'm glad he didn't. I'm also glad he didn't. Because I, I think that's a solid cast yeah. going forward. Yeah. Um, uh, Taika Waititi was uh, IG-11. He was okay. the voice of IG-11, directed a number of episodes. Um, Emily Swallow as uh, the armorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know her from, uh, she voiced Lisa Tepesh in the Castlevania animated series. Um, this may be the best cast assembled in anything in a long time. Was she, was she also under the armor? Yes. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, awesome. she actually, yeah. She is a, an, also, yeah, not just a voice actor. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because she has some action. She has yeah, some, uh, she has some you, choreographed You've seen her uh, on screen, screen uh, if you are a fan of... Supernatural, which I'm sure many of our longtime listeners are. Have you ever watched Supernatural? No, I've been recommended many times, but it's like daunting. Um, It is. 15 seasons. Yeah, so it's like, I uh, I can't even... I've watched it all. The last five, I'm not sure why. Um, But I've watched it all, and this is going to be the final season. So uh, Lisa Swallow, I'm sorry, Lisa, Emily Swallow, you know, as, as she is Amara in the Supernatural universe, the sister of God, Chuck. Interesting. Praise be to Chuck. All right. D-bag. Never seen it. You should watch it. The I think you'd really it's, like it's, it. It's huge. Like, it's it's it overwhelming monstrous. to it's even all on Netflix. think of it. I, the, the issue is not the accessibility. You'll you'll burn through it fast. The first five seasons are that good that you'll burn right through it. And then it's just like, how do they keep going? And okay. you'll burn right through just it. Just keep in mind that I have about an hour a night to watch stuff. I'm just saying. And... You'll burn through it in a similar way that you burn through. Getting a lot of um, geeking out homework lately. I know, right? Yeah. You'll burn through it in a similar way that um, you went through um, Doctor Who. I did enjoy Doctor Who. I had a lot more free time back then. Yeah. Like right now I could watch an episode a night. So 15 seasons. How long would that take me? years. Yeah. It's 22 episodes. Well, I mean, you can go through there. I mean, there are great episodes that aren't connected to the overall plot. There's a lot of filler. There are like key stories that you can watch from each season and burn through it. I hope you guys are excited to hear us talk about nothing but supernatural for the foreseeable future. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, What was I talking about? You're talking about the cast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great. Sorry. Yeah. They're they're fantastic. I mean, it's. uh, Oh, man. When Gus shows up at the end, I was like. Did not see that coming. I don't. I don't know his actor name because I don't know actors. Um, but uh, 
Gian, Anthony Giancarlo? Yes. Sure. Anthony Giancarlo. Marf, uh, Moff, whatever his name is. Yeah, he's great. Who led the siege of Mandalore. He's just, he's just awesome. And has, spoilers, has the dark saber. Has the fucking dark saber. Oh my God. So I last time we saw it, Sabine Wren has the dark saber. Yeah, so what has happened to Sabine? What has happened to Sabine? I don't know. Did she join the Empire? Is that why they're called the Knights of Wren? I mean, I don't fucking, I don't know. I want to know. He they, has the fucking dark saber. They wouldn't have put that in in the last if moments they weren't of the season gonna, if they're not going to tackle that next season. Next so season. I'm looking forward to, Holy to finding shit. out. Holy shit. If they don't tackle it next season, that'll be That will be a big disappointment, rant. yeah. Um, okay, I will. Uh, I yeah, will how did I not include him there? Yeah, An- Gian, Giancarlo. Say. It, I think it's Anthony Giancarlo. Because you've, you've pretty much gone through the entire cast at this point. Yeah. So it's I will big say, ca- oh, and, no, it's not. And, it's cool uh, it's... the the evil, yeah, yeah, the evil emperor guy. guy. He was great. Yeah, I believed him. Loved his German accent. It was yeah. perfect. Yeah, it fit. It did. It's evil. Yeah, I got it. Poor Germans, like real life Germans. It's tough. so sad. I imagine it's tough just, to be German. Yeah, we just like still y- we still use that that accent to just be like, oh, okay, I get it. That's character development for us. <laughs> <laughs> I understand this character's morality. That's unfortunate. And Germans, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I enjoy your country. But I'm a product of this media, yeah. too. Uh, tough, tough. It anyway, um, this kind of peppers <sighs> into what you said about the cast. It being like a nice, small small cast. Um, but it didn't feel small. No, it, it didn't. It didn't small. feel small. But in like this was not like a Star Wars no. movie where it's like let's throw in more people and more people. There's a rando people. character that shows up and has cool armor, and we know learn nothing about them yeah. until we get backstory. Like this released was through books. A nice. It was very well concise done. Concise story and cast. And um, my first rant is that the the galactic conflict. Is the setting and the backdrop not the main plot point yes. of this series? So it's I love that he wouldn't take Imperial credits. Yeah. And it's very and it's very much um it brings us back to a new hope because a new hope, even though it's Star Wars, it's the story of Luke. Right. And and all the characters in it are even Leia and Han, yes. they are secondary to Luke. Yes. The conflict of the war is not, not the central. That's yes. not the central plot point of right. the, of which, the series. Which it's, it's the, all of Star Wars seems to have been focused on yeah. since Disney yes. Ball. Now it has turned into the conflict. And okay. To be fair, it's called Star Wars. Yeah, sure. Sure. But what one of the things that was so great about A New Hope is that it's just it's, it's the just backdrop. the setting for Luke to grow up. Yeah. It's the it's the it's the backdrop to Luke's. I don't hero need to journey. know the inner like bullshit workings of the rebellion. Right. Like we get it, yeah. They're they're good. Empire's bad. Empire used to be. Empire used to be British. Now they're German. Now they're German. Uh, so that, that's how you know. Yeah, they're bad. Um, and <laughs> well, the Republic was was British. Yes. And now the Empire is German. Yes. And the New Resistance is just is a little bit of everything. Kind of Irish. Kind of Irish. <laughs> A lot of aliens. I like that there's a lot of aliens now. <laughs> in, in the Empire, in, yeah. And in, in, in everything. Um, I'm thinking Hux. I'm thinking General Hux. Oh, yeah. Well, he was... You already heard part one. Yeah. He was murdered he for was... being a whiny little bitch. I'm just... not helped. I don't care if you win. I just want Kylo Ren to fail. Yeah. I like... We didn't Pew! talk about that. I liked the reveal that he was the mole. He I'm like, mole. cool. We're yeah. going to get something with Hux. Then it was like, I just want him to lose. And it's like, oh, uh, no. No. 
Um, and I thought it was going to be revealed that he wasn't the mole, right? And that he was just saving, saving his, own, his ass. own ass. And right. then, and then the the big guy who we he was the mole. He was the mole and killed Hux as a scapegoat. That's what I thought it was going to be, but that's nope. probably thinking a little too hard. Pew, pew. Um, but um, yeah. And I just like that the backdrop was just like just a mess after the war, the yeah. aftermath. Yeah, I mean, this we don't know exactly when it takes place, but it was it's obviously very close, very soon after, after the fall of the empire. Fall, fall of the empire um, yeah. because there's still plenty of imperial tech that is still functioning, yeah. and we meet uh, a rebellion shock trooper. And we see in that one in one episode there are X wings and there's right. still the there's still, still the conflict the era thing. of of X wings, yep. like it's 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 very new and the world is you know the empire wasn't defeated and everything goes back to rainbows and right. butterflies and everything's great like it's kind of a shitstorm yeah good job guys some way to replace it with nothing soldiers don't once once their army is defeated don't just immediately go well i guess we're Time done to go home uh you know they all they became mercenaries fighting. and then you also see a a flip of that in the rebellion in the rebe- yeah in that like oh war's over. war's over i don't have a job anymore yep. what do i do uh it just handled it really well it did it just handled it really nicely did you have another 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 uh rave we're on raves wasn't that my rave no, my rave was the, the galactic conflict. Oh, sure. Um, the way the story progressed, unfolded, and resolved, or did it, in such a satisfying way. Uh, here's where the shortcomings of the new trilogy really became apparent. When you have something with a beginning, middle, and end, question mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, it, you know, a true cliffhanger... Mm-hmm. In the in the sense that most media no longer has true cliffhangers, mm-hmm. um, you know, this is not the mystery box style of writing. It's the antithesis. This has this had a very clear progression of the growth of this character over the course of the first season of having no sigil and having no um, you know he had no name. He had no reputation. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the end of it, he does. He has no clan, and he was and a, he gets a clan of two by right. the end, and he now has purpose. He was an orphan who who literally all he had was the creed of the, the creed of the Mandalorian, and it was it was enough to get him through, and it was right. enough to help him survive. But he didn't have the the kind of the fulfillment of a clan, right? The connection, uh, and it was his journey of of uncovering that in, in an unlikely place, right? It's great. great. What do you call the antithesis of, of of mystery box writing? Is it just writing? I think it's just writing. I mean, like, because good. I feel like typical stories. I, I think you call that good storytelling. Yeah, like stories just have a, a beginning, beginning middle, middle, and end, end with a climax, yeah. and sometimes a, re- a resolve, yep. and sometimes a cliffhanger. Yep. And uh, I mean, we could we could just end there. Yeah, I, we've left questions. If they weren't going to do a season two, I would say, oh, okay. That was that was a cool little uh, reveal. Yeah, I mean, but I would I would be not bummed, like the whole... but I wouldn't be like, "What? You can't end it there." There's so right. much left unanswered. It's it's not like the ending of the the Marvel TV Defender yeah. universe. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like okay, pissed. so you give us the dark saber? Question marks. We we could yeah. you could go back and tell that story in something else, but it's you know if we left Mando at this point going off with the child, I'm happy. I'm happy. Yeah. Like I feel like he he went on an adventure. He grew. He learned. Yeah, I agree. Bing bang boom. We're done. Yeah. Uh, I and and just if you listen to part one, I said that it felt like we left Ray in the middle of her story. Mm-hmm. 
I, this, I mean, this could have been the end of Mando's story, and I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah, no, I agree. He's, he's fulfilled the, the creed. He's like, com- he's like closed the, the loop in his cycle. He was a foundling who was raised by the Mandalorians, shown kindness, grew into this life, who becomes a Mandal, like the greatest of all Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. Um, and then comes across a foundling who he t- adopts and will now continue the cycle. Continue the cycle. Mm-hmm. Great. The student has become the master. And it doesn't just benefit the foundling. Right. It benefits him yep. as a as a complete person. Done. Loved it. I'm uh, excited just, that we're getting a season two. Sorry, just, I didn't mean to cut just you off. To, to piggyback on that, that I, I mean, it was such a wise decision that Mando is a foundling, that he's an orphan. Yeah. He's been adopted yeah, yeah, yeah. into this. Yep. Because we got to understand the religion as he as he calls yeah. it, yeah, uh, a lot better than if it was just someone who was born into it, and this is just always how it's been. You know, he is he is so much more convicted into this. Um, He's a fanatic. Yeah, yeah. And, this um, is all he has, and, more so than any of the other Mandalorians. And having They're us kind be of, the yeah. audience and him being our anchor point, it's it gives us everything we need to know naturally throughout the story progression, right, yeah. without just yep. exposition, exposition, exposition. Yeah, I mean, this was this was really a go on the journey, mm-hmm. watch it unfold, as opposed to a lot of Star Wars has become just exposition. Yeah, literally text on the screen at some po- at some points, mm-hmm. uh, and sometimes characters just telling a story. Mm-hmm. This really was visual storytelling, watching the story, watching the, story watching the primary source. Yeah, yeah. I will say um, one of the things I really liked that just kept. It just kept tugging at my heart that this series brought back, uh, like alien creatures, like yeah. a- alien animals, back in a way that I always loved in Star Wars, which has been missing. Yep, it's been missing in, even since the prequels. Like, yep, it has. And, and and these animals that they created and brought back because the yep. Dubak was in one of the, the episodes. Dubak was in one of the um, episodes. Yep. But like, I felt once again like they were there yep they weren't just dressing that was added later with a computer and oh let's put a let's put a ronto over here with a jawa right let's put a this that like these were creatures that were important to the story yeah uh you know um what's his name who we can't remember but the little ugnaught and his little two-legged lizard creatures and uh the rhino obviously the giant (laughs) furry rhino. rhino like these felt like like when you watch back the old trilogy and you like see a bantha for the first right. time and you know it's just an elephant with a big thing, thing on, on it. top oh, yeah but it it grounds it into yeah. reality like i know it's not real right but it feels so much more real right even if it looks worse than yeah. a perfectly rendered cgi rendered bantha yeah. and these did both they looked great yep. but they're also like physical and a part of the scenes and a part of the interactions and it was strong agree it was just it was something i didn't realize i had been missing Right, but then when I yep. got it back, I was like, "Oh, that was that was one of the missing pieces." The the that was the same episode with the Jawas. Yeah, it was a, like nice oh, wow, see, nice to see Jawas. Uh, nice like, to see Jawas, like, and they are stuff. They and are not just being like a little nostalgic blip. Like, goblins. Yeah, no, they're horrible. They are horrible um, creatures. And 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 you know, you feel better that they were massacred in A New Hope. You, yeah, you know, it was justified, justified massacre, yep, justified massacre. Yep. 
They will they will just strip strip you strip you, strip you naked and leave you dead I in the desert. I was so I was obviously because it's the point, but I was so sad that his ship was so just yeah stripped to nothing and then so impressed that they got it they back got it flying back again. flying again yeah that was i mean maybe that it wasn't enough to take me out but i i i did say there's no way that thing went back together he, he there's no way he could have done it without the ugnot he, he right. needed his yeah, technological, yeah, yeah. He needed his technological he, thank goodness thank goodness for many reasons thank goodness this is the way this is the way i have spoken. i have spoken i have spoken is a great one to use it is um all the time yeah for everything everything I've spoken. See? Do you have another? Um uh, I mean, I could just go on for day. I the the reveal of the child. Sure. Do, can we just talk about the child spoilers? Yeah, we've already said spoilers. We said spoilers People back in, in episode continue 1. Continue to refer to the child as baby Yoda. Yeah. Um and we know virtually nothing about Yoda and we know nothing about the child except that He's a force user, mm-hmm. a strong force user. Strong force user. The force is strong with the child. He's about 50 years old. He's 50 years old, but he's basically a baby. Yeah, because his, his as we saw with Yoda, his species can last till 900. 900. 50 is a splash We have no the idea what their aging cycle is like, mm-hmm. but apparently, like, he will be matured at 100 or maybe 200. I don't know. Mm. I don't know what their, how they age, what their life cycle is like. Um, I don't know what he is, but he's the same species as Yoda. Is he a clone? Is he... Uh, naturally occurring. Are there more of him? I, I don't know, but that's the mystery. He's a, a wonderful little puppet creature. There's a great uh, John Favreau recently. Uh, po- uh, maybe it was Dave Fellini. I can't remember which one, but well, uh, one of them posted an image of uh, George George Lucas uh, cradling the child, Aww. and they, it says grandfather and grandchild. Oh, that's yeah. cute. It, it's a really touching picture. Yeah. I mean, I don't often find George Lucas endearing in any way, shape, or form, but this was this was. No, that's touching. It was touching. Um, and just the whole story around it that, um, you know, when he's, ex- the progression of this, uh, when he comes back to the subterranean sewer hideout that we are now in, and he's talking to the the armorer, mm-hmm. um, I was saved by an enemy. Yeah. I'm like, well, why, why did you do that? I didn't know it was an enemy at the time, you know, but, you know, really like my, my code it was a contract. It was an asset. He completed the job. He took payment. And then, like, he, this is the breaking point. Fuck the code. Yeah. This is a, I'm a foundling. He's a foundling. This is wrong. Yeah. Yeah. I need, was, I need to say it. It was an important, it was an important point in his story because he breaks bounty hunter code. Yes. To uphold the, his, his Mandalorian. Mandalorian code. Yeah. Uh, and and yep. uh, you get the impression that until this point, they have, they have, they have run parallel, parallel to each other yes. very nicely. And this is this the, is the first time point. where he needs to choose yep. one way or the other. Um, and I, it was so well done. Yeah. And it, and it wasn't, it, it was so, it was such great writing and storytelling. And, and, when, and when you acting, see it, because you know keep it. in mind, he is in a helmet. He is this, acting the, the through a helmet. It's and, like, and you get his thought processes yep. when he's being silent and just like yep. sitting in his ship. And like, oh, he finds the ball. The, like, the, and, uh, and like, like the shift, the shift lever yeah. that he gives, like he keeps taking it for the, for, from him for the whole series and then once he like lifts off he gives it to him at the end like you could it blew me away yeah. that he could he could portray what he was emotion com- through a helmet yeah completely shrouded yeah and to his credit never takes it off yeah even when they do the the set photo for the cast yeah. he wore they the fucking helmet the yeah. only time he takes it off is when he needs to be healed mm-hmm. 
by IG88, uh, IG11. And, and there's a there's a uh, there's a the big there's reveal. a loophole. Yeah, because the IG88 is not, not. I mean, he's IG11 not alive. He's not alive. So yep. okay, so it works. Okay. And it's just the growth of the character to like not trusting droids and not you know not tolerating no droids on his ship. Mm-hmm. You won't he won't be driven by a speeder that's c- controlled by a droid mm-hmm. to then mourning IG eleven. Yeah, when he does finally sac you know sacrifice himself. Mm-hmm. Um, just such growth and storytelling, and developing a clan, and, and yes, uh, on his own. Whereas you know he's a part of this organization, using the but word loosely, but he's not. He's not. He's not. It's very lonely. Yep. He's a, he's he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a, uh, an individual of solitude. Right. And uh, to do what his code right has has brought him to, which is a combination definitely of his his Mandalorian beliefs, but also. What happened to him before he was a Mandalorian? Right. Uh, his personal code, right, solidifies and cements. That's a great story. It, it is, and it's uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I agree. Well, to to, uh, to continue what you were saying about the kid, I, I, I just it was such a wise decision uh, to have the kid use the force. But so sparingly, yes, and and to have Mando, and really most people that they interact with, unfamiliar, yeah, with the Force. I mean, we haven't had that since a New Hope, a New Hope, where where the Force ancient is, weapons, is still this mysterious, religions. this mysterious power, yeah. and this child, we uh, the child wields it, right? Uh, so there's no explaining it, or right? Anything, and all there is is like whispered rumors, right? Oh, I've heard oh, about this. Yeah. Oh, the the ancient text. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Um. No, it's just a great way to bring the force back to be like this mysterious entity, right? And not something that like oh, we really need to dissect and 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 talk about prophecies and mini chlorians and, and we're and we're gonna get there. A but force this, using Mandalorian. Holy shit. Yeah. In this, um oh it's just it was perfect for the I story. I hope we do a little bit of a time jump so that the child is older. A little older. A little older. To get him older we'll have to do a bit of a time jump. I know, right? Yeah. I mean we don't know how they age. Like you one... think they age rapidly and then stop. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Find, we'll find out. We'll see. There is no um pre-established information it can Nothing. be whatever it can be whatever he wants yep yep yeah uh do you have any more raves because i have one more rave uh why don't you go for um in a way that disney has seemed unwilling to do so this series finally um refused to ignore the previously animated series and yeah actually used them yep um because strong agree the 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 prequels obviously had a strong connection to the Clone Wars series, right? I mean, that was the whole point. Right. Then Disney uh, collects Star Wars, cancels Clone Wars, and makes this new trilogy, and ignores the ignores Wars. everything. But we can't ignore the fact that it happened, right? Right. And well, so, rebels, rebels seemed to rebels tried to tie it, tie together, it together, but definitely not much. Pops, not much with the, the right. Prequels. It's the name pops. Uh, wait, who Rex? Rex, yeah, yeah. I Rex mean, is it, pops. It did bring it back, and then we got Ahsoka yeah. and stuff like that. So it definitely tied it back to, um, particularly the the animated series, right? But 
in live action. This this, is, yeah. this was full on embrace. It's full on embrace. You know that John Favreau is a fan. We of were those series. we were using yeah. it to be. I mean, it's the conflict that that orphaned Mando in the first place, and right? We, and we see we flat out see this the, uh, the, super, the super battle right. droids. Yeah, that could have been anybody else, right? And I feel like if it was if it was somebody else's decision to make this, it right. just would have been unnamed villain, right? Attacking the town, Darth, whatever. But we're grand grand moth. Sure. Someone. Yeah. But we're we're taking They it. are specifically They're using it on purpose. The separatist droids. Yeah. yeah. And I like I appreciated that because there was when when the, the new trilogy chose very succinctly to completely distance itself from from, from the yes, prequels. The prequels. That was a decision and the prequels get a lot of slack and there's a lot of Places where they justifiable in many places, but there's also a lot of cool stuff that That, we just let's not toss out the baby with the bathwater, right? Kind of thing. And this series, did there? I just say I throw out the kid, yeah. Uh, and this finally, finally kind of recognizes that no, there's some, there's some good stuff there, and those things happened. And um, the the galaxy is still reeling from right there, there are still consequences of that war, not just the last war that we saw before, yeah. I liked that. Yeah, I agree. It, it, was, agree. it was very refreshing. Consequences. Yeah. There, consequences. We don't often have to deal with the consequences of what came before. Even within the Star Wars mm-hmm. Skywalker mm-hmm. saga, let's mm-hmm. say. Um, that, that was probably the best aspect of Rogue One. The consequences. Consequences. Um, Lots of consequences in that movie. Yeah. Uh, and, and I agree. Strong agree. Without belaboring a point i gave rogue one a hard time and i'll continue to give hard, rogue one a hard time but it was on tv the other day and it is a, it is a visually stunning scene when the x-wings attack the facility, the facility yeah through like the canyons yep that was quite beautiful it was yeah credit where credit's due that's yep. what i gotta do all right should i do my one rant please and it's so minor like it's so teeny tiny minor like i made my score first like but nice. you think i should have had a bigger. Well, I'm just, I can't even imagine I'm just what you're thinking surprised about. because you've talked about this with other things, and I and I and I myself felt it that at times it could feel a little um, episodic, like there was filler with only eight episodes. And I'm thinking specifically of the Prison Break episode and the bounty on Tatooine, because yeah, where they go with Bill Burr to uh, get out the Twi'lek um, prisoner. It's the one where the X-wings show up and blow up. The, the facility. What the fuck? Did it's, I skip an episode? Maybe. There's a whole episode where he, like, helps a crew break a prisoner out of a... Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, I know what you're talking about um, now. It's the crew that he used to run with. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and his and love interest is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What and I wrote X-Wing was... Show up and bl- yeah, 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 yeah. I said you oh, could I argue... loved that episode! Oh! That was such a great episode. It's a fun episode. And then the, like, he it... like traps them all in the ship, and then he throws the tracking device, like the yeah. the beacon on the the ship yeah, that yeah. got away, and they blow. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that was fun Ooh, for me. That fun like episodes, and I and I get that you could oh, call wow. them character development or like world building episodes. But as far as the story, like in eight episodes, sure, I get. I th- I found that episode so important to like. I found that episode so important to his overall. Um, character and like us learning about like who this character has been like and I when we meet him he's a Mandalorian fanatic mm-hmm. hasn't always been 
when we, yeah, but when we meet him, he's like the galaxy's greatest bounty hunter. He was. Hasn't always been. He was. When he ran with that crew, he was a Mandalorian. He, well, he was a man. But I, when he ran with that crew. Because they they mocked his, like, religious beliefs and they, everything. So, like, they were very used to him being. I got that they mocked his religious beliefs because he was clearly involved with that woman. And. Who? In the crew. The Twi'lek? Oh, I didn't get that at all. She was his love interest. The Twi'lek? Huh. The sister of yeah. the guy they were breaking out. Yeah. She was his love interest. They had a history. She had seen him without his helmet on. She had? That was the implication that I got. My, what I, and I am, long-time listeners, write in if you, if I am dead wrong on this. Uh, clearly, I didn't re- remember the episode when we started talking about it, but uh, my... From what I understood, he ran with this crew and mm-hmm. he was like, he, he was a hypocrite essentially because he talked a good game about his code and his religion. However, he was into this girl and when it, when it came to her, it all went out the window. Oh, I see. And that I was did my, not get that. That was all. my takeaway. I did not that get that. When it that, came to her, um, he, he had a lot of exceptions to it. Like they made fun of his, like this because when it came to her, he he didn't stick to it. All right. So that they they my understanding was that he was a hypocrite at well, that then, point. And so long time listeners have to write in because one of he, us missed something. Yeah, one of us missed something. And when he, when he leaves this crew is when he like go, all right, I'm a, I'm a Mandalorian. Yeah. But I and and which is why he leaves them and is what I took away from it. And this is a minor rant, but I'll I'm st- putting I'm it out there that def- I might be a hundred percent wrong. And I'm still gonna, but I'm still gonna defend it because we've knocked. We've knocked other things for it for this sure. kind of thing. We're like that episode it ended. It didn't bother me. And and I didn't I didn't understand Manda like any better. Like he had already committed to the like when the second that he went back to 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 uh rescue the kid. Right. I got it. Right. He he left his old life behind he left right. behind bounty hunting behind yeah. him. And then oh, we got an episode where he's back in bounty hunting, but right. let's reinforce it was an enjoyable episode and I liked yeah. it. But it I know we've knocked other we things. We have so knocked I was other like, things well, for it, I but do. I think it was, I, di- I didn't feel like filler to me because it, it felt so important to like his character because I felt like that was the, ep- when he ran with them, he was a Mandalorian, but he was, he was a mercenary, not even a bounty hunter. He was just a mercenary. What and his about? First, and his break with them set him on the course to being a bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. And... Now he's come to a point in his life where above all else, he's a Mandalorian. And and this is the line in the sand. This is the first time he's had to make a choice. Okay. About, uh, between like mercenary, bounty hunter, Mandalorian, what are you going to be? Mm-hmm. What's it going to be? No more running. And then what about, because the and, other episode. And from this point forward, he never fails again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except, and like, except after he essentially dies and and the child didn't take it off because uh, in front well of that's him. what i'm saying like yeah. the child and ig11 heal him technically he didn't break technically he didn't break but i also read into that like you're you're dead mm-hmm. like your fight is over you fulfilled your your creed mm-hmm. he he essentially got a second chance at this point because yeah. from the time he leaves them and goes at, from that point he never again like he's never you know He's defeated by just about everything he comes up against, unless he's he's helped. 
Yeah. And until he saves the child, he's never again defeated. In fact, he's he's like a one-man army from yeah, that point forward. Just... And he's, and he's like, also... he's full-on man. He's a true Mandalorian at that point. And at so that that's point, why too, I didn't he's consider also it. accepting of help. Exactly. Uh, as yes. well. But but then there's the the other episode, too, that kind of accomplishes the same thing with the bounty on Tatooine with the other bounty hunter taking on the uh, the sniper girl. That felt like 100% you know? filler. So it was yeah. just like, I was like, yeah, no, I, I get it. Like that that felt like filler. Yeah. Yeah. So so that's why I'm like saying like, okay. Yeah, it was we, just a fun episode. They're, <laughs> they're fun. They're great. I'm just saying in a time where you don't have to do a specific number of episodes, sure. do you it need could to have put been, those things It could in? have been six episodes. Can you do it more succinct? Eight. Uh, it's minor. It's three yeah. percent, but I'm just, I just it defending didn't feel my feel like filler to me. Yeah. Interesting. I, because I also saw that that episode was um he was trying to build a clan. Which one? He found a young bounty hunter who could not in do the, it in on that, his own. Do it yeah, on his yeah, own. Yeah. And he was but he, he was essentially trying to build his clan at that point. Well, that and it backfired that, on that him little and, bounty yeah. hunter. Um, was he basically blackmailed Mando yeah, into he, using he, like like you have to do this kind of a thing? Uh, yeah, he he he. After like, the at, well, once he makes the turn when we first meet him, we think he doesn't blackmail Mando at first. Mando's like, I'm going to help you. No, no, he he blackmails him flat out. He he says uh, he says you know this is. Mando needs money. Right, they, they have no yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. He, he and the kid have he no money. He has to fix his ship. And and uh and the this 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 other kid, I almost call him the kid, but the the bounty hunter kid is like, here's the bounty, we should go do it, and then he um and Mando's like, well, I don't need you. I'm gonna uh, I yeah. can do it. And and the and the bounty hunter kid destroys like whatever the, 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 the information is or whatever. He's like, the I'm the only one who knows how to get there. So if right. if, if 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 we're gonna do this, we're doing it together. And he's oh, like, oh, I didn't see that it's fine. Blackmail. This just, well, it's like yeah. Mando didn't choose, like, oh, I'm going to help you. But he could have walked was, away at that point. But he needed the money. He could have gotten it another way. Well, we're going to disagree on this. Stuff. Okay. I think he could have gotten money just about any other way that he wanted. I don't think the this, this show was depositing that, though. Uh, I do. I think there were other bounties to be had. Okay. Interesting. I think he, he, he allows that manipulation because at, at this point now in his mind, he's building a clan. Wow. Wow. Okay. Strong disagree on that one, but okay. okay. Long time listeners right into the show. Yeah. What do you think? I don't think that kid was ever meant to be part of his clan, even in his mind. I think Mando felt, felt for him. All right. Because it's clear he has no skills. Oh and yeah. He's going, yeah, and he's going gonna to die. die. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. I think in his mind, like, but he I also has no qualm in killing me. other can, bounty hunters. Oh, no, none. So, like, I don't think he cared if the kid died. That bounty hunter died. He's moved uh, on from bounty hunting at that point. But that's yeah, that's it's, we're gonna just disagree. We'll disagree. On this one. Yep. Yep. Do you have big questions? Um, super simple one. Uh, because all there are are natural questions right. about where yeah. the series is going. But uh, all we can should we assume based on this series that all species of Yoda species are force sensitive slash fluent? Because now we've seen uh, three of these and all. Wait, we've three... seen three of Yoda species. Correct. And all. Who's three... the other one? Yaddle. Yoda, Yaddle, and now the. Who kid. the fuck is Yaddle? She's the female Yoda species on the Jedi Council and Phantom Menace. 
So she's wow, definitely I am force sensitive because she's on the Jedi. Blanking console. on that one. There's so, a there's another in Phantom Menace. In Phantom Menace, there are two. There's two of Yoda's species, Yoda, on and her the, name is Yaddle. Yaddle. Yep. Yoda and Yaddle. Does she have like a like spiky mohawk thing? No. In the middle, like that, they're like tendril. Almost. I'll pull off a picture. Right I'll pull up a picture right now. Um, I am. I am like. So it's a super I am simple question. Lord, that they're wait. So is this Yoda and Yaddle's child? I don't know. I mean, the yeah. timeline doesn't seem to match up because Yaddle should have been well, dead a long time ago. Who the fuck knows? Like what their reproductive cycle is? Oh, I guess yeah. Fifty years ago could have been around her death. That's Yaddle. She's a real looker. Holy shit! Sketch, this yeah. is Baby Yoda. Oh, you mean like Yoda's baby? Wait, wait, wait. Uh, how long is it between three and four? Episodes three and four. Yeah, twenty uh, years. A little less, because I think Luke is meant to be like seventeen Eight. or eighteen. Yeah, he's and not he's yet born 18. at the end of 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 three, so like seventeen years. And then Force Awakens is. 30 years I, after Return of the I Jedi. I say 30 just based on how much the characters we know have aged. It it's, is entirely possible that it's been 50, 50 years since. Yeah, it's legit possible. It could be Yoda and Yaddle's kid. Holy shit, sketch. Can, wow. I mean, Jedi can't love, but can they procreate? I think so. I guess so. That would make Yoda such a hypocrite. Because well, again, who knows like what the procedure is and how life is created in the Star Wars universe? Yeah, who knows? It's not just canoodling, but or there is John, some canoodling. as John Green would say, scoodly pooping. Yeah, because Hayden Christensen and Natalie Portman were they, definitely scoodly they pooping. They were definitely scoodly pooping. Yeah, in a real creepy way. Real creepy. Like, ugh. George Lucas is a creepy motherfucker. Yeah. Oof. George George Lucas is married, right? Yes. I wonder what that courtship was like. Fucking weird. Probably was or successful. Okay. So I don't know. Maybe maybe it's Yoda and Yaddles. But I guess my my big Yaddle. question was: Are we just depositing that that species, which is still unnamed, um, is just like super they're all just force sensitive. sensitive? Yeah. The way like all air nomads are airbenders. Like all just air nomads are airbenders. Yes. yes. Like, yeah. There are no non bending sure. air nomads. Are there no non force sensitive Yoda species? Sure. Seems to be pretty yes. innate in them. Yeah, that's an easy one. Easy question. Easy question and answer. And here's the, here was another easy one. Super light, but on the in, on the first planet where we're ever on that that snow planet, right? Like the icy yeah. planet, right? Where the where the the Western bar shootout takes yep. place. Yep. And then the yeah, they have to go get the ship. Yeah. And everything. Why do they make the ships park so far away? Um. Good question. Yeah. I was thinking about it, and the only thing I could think Probably of Probably to prevent bounty hunters from doing what he did. And I was also wondering if the whole planet, if there is it's just no solid... Yeah. And, and that That's creature the is thick enough. seems to be attracted to, to ships, ships. taking off and landing. So maybe if, if they were too close to the, the yeah, town, it would eat, eat the, the town. town. Maybe. It looked fucking awesome, though. Oh yeah, I mean, felt bad for that guy driving knew, the speeder. I know, and that's that's that actor you've seen in like so many things. So many things, and and I've always had the feeling like, oh, he's such a Star Wars nerd, and then I'm like, oh, he's in he's in a, he's Star, in a Star Wars. Oh, he was eating. Oh, yeah. oh no, and he was like a nice. He was guy too. He was like, hey, Stay make sure you get ice. off. And, and like, how poor don't must linger on the ice. Where like his job is mainly done by droids, <laughs> and then it's just. 
<laughs> it's like we'll keep you on staff oh, in case in someone doesn't want a droid. Right. In case Mando shows up and doesn't want a yep. droid. Maybe he owned all the droids. And he's actually like crazy maybe, rich. Maybe he's crazy rich and was like, I just want to go for a joyride. No, and he only comes out when there's like somebody some somebody like, who needs a, who yeah. doesn't want a droid to drive them. There you go. And also, if you knew that that thing was under the ice and could, like, pop out at any time, why the fuck would you drive? Yeah. Hey, he's, like, acting like he needed the money. Right. Like, oh, this will do it. This will feed Maybe he just loves driving. Maybe, maybe he's, like, Vin Diesel, and it's just, like, the love of the road. Family. Everything's family. Family. Um, family. Yeah, you knew you were, you were in good hands with, with that whole opening sequence. <laughs> like, in the, in the bar, all yeah. the way to yeah, leaving yeah. Oh, on the ship. So good. Yeah. And... His ship is definitely oh, not my favorite ship. No. But like I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It feels like a lived we in ship. We often say I'm a sucker for a ship, a yeah. good ship. That was not a good ship. It's not but the ship. But there's something that, like, I like I'd about look. it. Yeah. I, I like how like the creatures. It yeah. feels real. It does. I believe it. He goes His in the back, he climbs up piece. to the cockpit. I like the the bounty is like, oh, this this ship box. Yeah. I'll get I'll pay for a, a nice transport. And he basically has a uh, he has like a closet full of carbon. Carbonite. carbonite <laughs> yeah. That was a great reveal. Flipping through him like a like a Rolodex. Yep. That was great. Basically, basically his ship is a flying toilet. Yep. There's a carbonite, mm -hmm. portable carbonite mm -hmm. chamber. He's got like a weapons locker. A weapons locker and a shitter. Yeah. And you know what? I appreciated that there was a shitter because we never talk about <laughs> we that. We never talk like in about Star it. Wars. And, oh, man. And it's long been my issue with like, listen. I love X-Wings. They're my favorite. But if you're doing what long do you do? distance, like Oof. you are not moving and what they're very do? confining. They are very, I yeah. still love them to death. Um, they do not look comfortable to they me. Don't. But the, this series finally addressed the fact that like Mando lives in this. Yeah. Listen, I don't have like a, a fecal fetish where like I'm just so happy <laughs> that we're on finally this talking this about is his home. this. Is, this, is, yeah. this is like an RV. Like this is, right. his, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this his, is his whole it's world. The, it's the Eagle Five yeah. from Spaceballs. Yeah, exactly. And and it's why it when... was the Eagle Five from Spaceballs. Did you like the? It, that's what it is. Oh, is it? That's all. It, like yeah, if you look at the design, be, uh, yeah, it looks it, exactly it like the Eagle look Five. Like the box with just the two wings and the big yeah. engines on the side. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, it was like an homage, like yeah. a delivered homage. Winnebago with wings. Um, but just a little detail like that yeah. is like that's all I need to know to know that he's he lives in this thing. This yep. is his whole life. And when the Jawas strip it, it's devastating. He right. has no other option. Right. To track them down and disintegrate them, we finally see a disintegrator right. rifle in yeah. action, in and action. it's awesome. It, <laughs> fucking what happened to that thing? Because he doesn't have it at the end. Does he gave know. he gave it to the shock trooper? Right? Did the um? She did, has it when she goes and attacks the walker on the the swamp planet. Yeah, I guess I guess he handed it off to her. Wait, is she the is she the one that uses it in the final battle? Uh, I wasn't in the final battle. Eh, it's been destroyed at some point. The, I that. And his it stuff, was fucking awesome. And his stuff is like disposable too. It's not yeah. like godly. Like right. his his little dart things, he runs out of them. Right. His armor gets trashed, trashed. by the by the wooly Oof. rhino thing. Right after he gets it, yeah. it has to be re reforged. Yeah, like it is it is um it is disposable stuff in a way that right. you expect stormtrooper armor to be, but you never right. see it like actually way more durable than yeah. stormtroopers. Yeah. Yet we see the first rendition of it like junk. Junk, yeah. It was great. Good progression. Everything had a good progression, even the ships and the and the um, and the gear. Yeah. It was cool to see a true Mandalorian with like 
completion that he had a full Beskar yeah. armor. And then uh, again, I, I saw that as like just taking one more dump upon Boba Fett. Yeah. His armor was garbage. Yeah, it was. Just garbage. He was a pretend Mandalorian. I, I, I do. It was such a little thing, but I like that he didn't buy his armor. He melts he down melts the money. Down the mo- <laughs> he melts down he money. He melts yeah. down his, his, uh, his Beskar. imperial thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, his imperial bars. That well, the cool. bars were made out of Beskar from right. the Siege of right, Mandalorian. Right. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah. his, that was his payment. So yep. like it's. Um, many people are, uh, are saying that when you first walk, when he first walks into that subterranean hideout, if you bring up the brightness on your TV, Boba Fett is behind him. He really? walks past Boba Fett. I'll have to rewatch that. Did all of those Mandalorians from those first couple episodes die in the siege? We're led to believe, but maybe Boba escaped. But maybe not. Yeah. I mean, the armor survived. So it's, it's possible that others... And they just took off their armor. Yep. And and gave up the creed. Could have. It's not, you know, we don't, they may not have died. They might not have died. They might have just given up the creed. Yeah. Taken off the armor. Yeah. Possible. It is But possible. Boba Fett never took the creed. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? Oh. What are your thoughts on Boba Fett? I, I was Do never a like Boba Fett fan. No, no, no. no, no. Neither. He was, he was just another bounty hunter. He was just another character. But, but also never... like... Really ineffective. Oh yeah, no, he was. I don't understand why so many people have a hard his, on for him. Um, he has a helmet and a jetpack. Yeah, his his character development was his appearance. Like, right, everything was just an assumed he's awesome because he has a helmet and a jetpack. Yeah, and then there was like a lot of expanded lore that was the expanded universe. Yes, he crawled like out of the um, I mean, in the expanded universe. Many many people th- when this. Reports started coming out about the series. Yeah, uh, that it was is, yeah. It w- that he was actually he was not actually a Mandalorian, and that he was wearing Boba Fett Boba mm-hmm. Fett's actual armor that he found, like outside the Sarlacc pit. Because mm-hmm. in ex- old expanded, Boba Fett killed the Sarlacc yep, crawled and out. crawled out of it. Yep. Um, but then discarded his armor, and, and I'm and fine. I'm fine with him being dead. I'm fine with Unless him being dead. Honest. And I'm also fine with it. I, I don't need a Boba Fett. I don't need him to be. I didn't need a Boba Fett series. Yeah. And when they were talking about a Boba Fett movie, I didn't need that either. And I'm glad is, this is what we which got. Which is why when when it, this was originally announced, I was like, eh, okay, eh, that's yeah, fine. Boba but Fett, I okay. wasn't. I wasn't excited for no, it. No, I wasn't excited for it. It wasn't until like people I know was starting to watch it. Yeah, and I was like, like, you need, need to, to check this, this out. And I was like, all right. I'll, I was like, is it a Boba Fett series? Like, no, it's not Boba Fett. I'm like, okay, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. And it was it was spectacular. Yeah, I agree. It was. I gave it a hundred, guys. Wonderful. Uh, I mean, you know, so rem- remember, you can, uh, write in, go with yeah. shades and sketch I'd at gmail I'd be interested um, to know. Tell us, tell us what you think. Is is sketch reading the situation correctly, or uh, am I reading the situation correctly? Or you can tweet at us. Go for sketch. Go for sh- go for shades. Or Facebook. There's or so Facebook. many ways. Yeah. You There's can you can so hit us. Write it. Let us know. What do you think? All 3,000 of you. Woo! Right in. I'm just going to drop that right now. Uh, this is the way. This is the way. Okay, well, then that, that's a good That's a good time thank to jump you, thank back. Thank you, long-time listeners. Yeah, thank you, long-time Thanks for listeners. being one of our long-time listeners. That's a, it's a good time, then, to to kind of... Um, Transition into the, the just, just the universe as, as a whole. Star Wars. Yeah, the Star Wars universe as a whole. In real life and, and the universe. Can I... Can I, um, I didn't ask this in part one, but let me ask, let me ask you a question. 
about the the this latest series, the latest the latest um the no the oh. latest trilogy. Oh, latest okay. Trilogy. No bueno. At the at the very beginning of it in Force Awakens, and especially in the um all of the um what do you call the stuff that comes out before the actual movie? Not the trailers, but just like the the comics and the visual. Yeah, stuff and just like and... the all the all the lead up to Force Awakens, it was heavily deposited that that Finn was going to be the the Jedi, the Jedi, of this. yes, and yeah, yeah, yeah. and because uh, I mean, even in the first and people set of lost posters, their shit, yeah, at the idea of a black Jedi, yeah, and uh, bad on you, bad on you guys, who, who cares? yeah, who did gives you, a shit? Did you see the prequels? Mace did Window, you see Mace Window, badass and motherfucker. Also, purple lightsaber. Everyone is a jet. Like, at, didn't seem to do any combat training with right. the lightsaber, but still, badass motherfucker. Um. Also, if you're if you live in the Star Wars, like, think, just think about if it. If you are a Star Wars fanboy, fangirl, non-gender identifying fan, shame on you. Shame if you on. had a problem with Finn being a Jedi, but don't you feel like if you lived in the Star Wars universe? Hold on, let me uh, imagine this. Can you imagine closing this? my eyes? Okay, Makes imagining living in the Star Wars universe. And Got if, it. And if okay. you lived. Mm-hmm. With all of these... I have a lightsaber. Good. Um, if you lived amongst all these aliens... I use the Force not well, but I can. Isn't race of your own species... Who gives a shit? ...such a non-issue Who gives at a that shit? point? Like, oh, that person's a different color than me. That person... Is, is a robot! Is, has six legs... Tendrils. And, ...and eats kidneys of my species. Sure. There is a clear delineation there. Yeah. Uh, so if Do you not were, give if you were upset shits. that uh, Finn was uh, <laughs> if if the what if that it looked like the next Jedi was going to be black, that's on you. But, Sorry. Yeah. Um, but my question is because they did lean into it a little bit in this movie, whereas they completely Finn is force sensitive. They completely did away with it. In, Ray, in, I need in, to tell in, you um, something. Yes, I'm force sensitive. What my if safe word is apples? What? That's what I thought it was going to be, right? My safe word is apples. Well, like that he, uh, Ray, I love you. Oh, sure. J.J. Abrams has said that he was going to tell that he's Force-sensitive. Yeah, I don't understand I why he wouldn't want to say that in front of Poe. Yeah, why that would be such a... Um, maybe yeah. he thought it would distance him from Poe. Maybe. Po, like, We're both sever their relationship. I don't know. You just fly stuff. Um, but I, I, I just try to think of a world in which Finn was the Jedi. He used a lightsaber yeah. rather effectively in The Force Awakens. And we know now that he is Force-sensitive. Right. Uh, in a way that it, it, it kind of seems like that whole platoon of stormtroopers that are on um, Endor's, also Endor's moon are also Force-sensitive. Yeah. Um, but I just, I don't know. I like to kind of think about that, like a thought experiment. Like, what, what, what if Rey truly was nobody and she was just a scavenger and wasn't force sensitive and she was following around this group how interesting would it have been to have the jedi of this trilogy be a former stormtrooper like pretty fucking awesome that's and and, and talk that's about great storytelling and talk about then ryan you got your it right. comes from it nobody yeah it doesn't matter who you that's, are like a stormtrooper in the star wars universe is the definition of a nobody of a no yeah uh, just a faceless the red cog in Star the Wars. Yeah. yeah. And that's where the most powerful, like, yeah. force user of the generation comes sure. from. Sure. That could have been awesome. It could have been. 
Um, Could have been. Not the direction they went. Overall, letdown with where Finn ended based on where he came from. Yeah. Especially thinking back. Let, and let thinking down like, where Finn ended from where he started. Yeah. In that yeah. movie. Yeah. In this specific movie? Yeah. yeah. Or, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Um, yeah. I just like to think, well, what could have been if he had, if he I had... I mean, the whole, se- the whole seven through nine trilogy. Yeah. There's a lot of hot air to me. I mean, it's, it's the weakest of the three. It is all said and done. It now that the, the whole thing the, is done. To the point where I'll, I'll say like, didn't need it. No, we did not need it. We did not now need that it. It's, now that it's done. It didn't add anything. We didn't need it. And. It didn't elevate the story. And at all, Anakin and the Skywalker saga had a a much more fulfilling ending in, in six, in, in six than in nine. Uh, than to it just feels like you know a whole lot of nothing digging up a corpse and trying to breathe some life into it. If you look at, I mean, the only other thing that I can like look to and and compare it to is the Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. first three phases. Mm-hmm. Uh, Endgame is a much more fulfilling yeah. conclusion to the story that they were telling than Rise of Skywalker. Because it at least was the basic endpoint that they were always aiming for. Right. You know, maybe they didn't know all the details along the way. Right. But we at least knew it was going to end we there. We knew that it, this was going to culminate with Thanos' arrival. Yeah. There was and no way at the beginning of Force Awakens we were like, this is going to end with Rey being a Palpatine. No. And, uh, you know... And, and so before I went to see it, yeah, burying the lightsabers and taking the Skywalker name. Nope, did not see that coming. I I have a theory. I have a theory of where they thought this was going. And and they had to twist it. My original I may I may be wrong. Maybe it's a pitch please, maybe it's a sketchy theory. I believe that the original intention mm-hmm. was that Rey was the daughter of Han Solo, mm-hmm. but not the daughter of Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Rey was born after Kylo Ren left. Luke and, uh, sorry, uh, Leia and Han clearly split up mm-hmm. over Ben. What happened to Ben? What yep. happened to Ben? And Han went off and had a whole nother life. Sure. Yeah. We and, know he and, did. I yes, mean, we know, we know that he happened. did. That happened. And that whoever Han took up with was a Palpatine mm-hmm. or was some, but she, that she was Han's daughter, but not Leia's. Yeah. But Leia became her surrogate mother. And you, you could easily see that and in Force I think Awakens, that's what they there, were setting up there is real recognition in Han's face Han seems to know who she is yes. whereas now you look back and you're like there's that no makes, reason that Han makes no sense um, there's no reason for him to like take her on the way right. that that he does that he does and how the fuck did the Millennium Falcon wind up on that planet mm-hmm. had Han not been there yep I know I, I agree. And it, so I, I believe as much as people will say, oh, no, that was never the intention. I, my belief based on where this started, where it went, is that Han was her father. Leia was not her mother. And that she and Ben were half. Mm-hmm. 
siblings. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what the intention was. But she was a nobody. But she was a no- and then for but, a movie. But Ryan decided, "Fuck you, everybody. She's nobody. I'm. We're gonna go follow Broomstick Kid. The, He's the real hero of the story. The issue." Because I did rewatch Last Jedi, and here I think we are that again. was the intention. And and I, and people are saying, "Oh no, she was a she was Luke's daughter." Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Based on, I also I Luke never Skywalker, got that, he was, that she was Luke's daughter, and I we never get almost thought. nothing from Luke Skywalker. But what I get, in the, who the fuck is this, and why the like, where the fuck did you get that lightsaber? Because yeah. I haven't seen it since Empire Strikes Back. When I lost my hand, where is that? By the way, yeah. And I really feel like. Leia would have had more to say if she was if she knew that she was Luke's, Luke's daughter, daughter. Whereas being what do you, Han's what daughter, do you say? what do you say? What do you, what do you say? say? Um, which would have explained the right the the the, the kind of lack of explanation, right? And also the direction that it went with Han's death, she gets to be a mother mm-hmm. to Han's daughter mm-hmm. that could have been her daughter that yeah. isn't. She's lost her son to the dark side, yeah, but she can pull Han's daughter to the light and yeah. it's a way to hold on to yeah and and I mean and then um you know even in there are there are inklings that that maybe survived from drafts or conversations I don't know Luke in in last Jedi does say nothing's never really gone true you know, what what's that because mm-hmm. Luke's clearly gone Luke's gone yeah, yeah Han's gone. Um, um, Leia's gone. Leia's gone. The whole last generation's gone. Yeah. So in watching the Last Jedi, do you do you agree with that? That it was kind of that was implied in Force Awakens that she was Han's daughter. Yeah, and I I really don't understand anything he does if she's not. I truly, based on their kind of interrogation scene, I really got a strong feeling that that she and Ben were had a familial connection, right. Somehow, um. And I think that's why they went the Palpatine route because that's really the only other way that you could mm-hmm. have that connection. Between and then them. they, um, but then it's like Ryan wanted to establish some sort of romantic, right? Uh, so let's cut all familial possibilities, right? Um, except surprise, except surprise, we're gonna do that. They're sec second cousins. No, uh, one. Second, yeah, second cousins once removed. If you, first cousins once removed. Now you haven't shared this theory yet with our long-term listeners. I have not, but you can if you want to explain the family tree. Okay. In the new expanded universe, which consists of cartoon series, many comic books, and some novelizations, one of which is Darth Vader mm-hmm. and his. We saw his origin, but now we're seeing his life, the early years of Darth Vader, between. What happens in episode three, three and, and what ha- and Rogue One? Right, we do um, see him right at the end. Beca- uh, and what we see in the uh, Star Wars Rebels, we we go back to you know a real origin story in Darth Vader uh, issue five, mm-hmm. five or twenty-five. How many issues are there? Well, you keep talking, and I'll, and I'll okay. look it up. Uh, in, it's either, oh, man, I, I wrote it down, and I don't know where I wrote it down because I didn't have this notebook yet. Um, so in one of the issues, we get a, an image, and the comic confirms that Palpatine 
is Anakin's actual father. So in episode three, we get the story, uh, the Ballad of Darth Plagueis, right? Isn't that what he calls it? Or something like that. There's a story of Darth Plagueis. Oh, you're talking about... Episode three. Yeah, yeah. I think he Uh, says the Ballad of Darth Plagueis. The Legend of Darth Plagueis. In which, you know, he was so powerful, he learned to actually create... He learned mastery over life and death. Mm -hmm. And he could even create life. Because he could manipulate the midi-chlorians in the Force to, like, create the perfect progeny. Palpatine learned it, killed Plagueis, and then we see in the last image of this... The last panel of this comic... Palpatine walking away from Shmi Skywalker Mm -hmm. so that he is not just the spiritual father of Anakin that maybe he was manipulated the force to create Anakin but also is the biological father of Anakin as well and it was always kind of like Hayden Christensen kind of looked like Ian Ian uh, Ian McDermott yep Ian McDermott um kind of looks a little like him. Uh, and certainly Palpatine became his surrogate father. But in this issue of the comic, we learn that he is actually Anakin's father. I can't find the issue number. Issue number, it, but it's a 25 issue, issue run. So, so it must be issue 25, yep. the final one. Um, Yeah, it's the final. So if it's 25 issues, it's the final issue in which that happens. So uh, Darth Vader number 25, where it's, it's revealed that Palpatine is Anakin's father. So that makes Luke and Leia the grandchildren of Palpatine. Palpatine and the Ben is the great the great grandson, grandson mm-hmm. of Palpatine. And Luke and Leia's father is force sensitive, but their mother Padme Amidala is not. Mm-hmm. So they are they're only half powered. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Ben is descended from a line of half force users, right? If we mm-hmm. want to, you know, how force sensitive is he? He's powerful, certainly. Very powerful. But, uh, but certainly not as powerful as... He's half of a half. He's, ha- he's yes. Leia would have been half, and, and then... Um, and, yes. And then Han was nothing. And, so. and Leia was already, yes. So, you know, so he's, he's do- his power, his, the, the amount of midi-chlorians in his genetics is diminish. Yeah. Let's look at the other Palpatine family tree. Um, that, that Rey is the granddaughter, so she's a full, full generation, generation closer yep. than Ben. But she, it, my theory is she's descended from full force users. Mm-hmm. That her parents and grandmother mm-hmm. were also full force, force sensitive. Which is why she is, we never see Ben pass anything to Ray. Oh, it's not true. We see him grab the necklace off of her. He grabs the necklace off of her. He grabs the necklace off of her. Um, but Ray specifically passes things to him. Saber. The saber, the helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, you know, he says they're a dyad in the force. Well, what is a dyad? They are two vectors 
there are two lines that of a of a triad mm-hmm. that never that never uh, intersect each other, and the triad yeah. is Palpatine to Ben to Ray, but Ray and Ben are the dyad. They're two. They're two parts of a triad. Okay, or, or I guess they do intersect, but. So they're the dyad and the force. Those are two l- lines of a triad. They're two vectors. So they are two different lines of the Palpatine family tree. They are both his progeny. Okay. Not. A, I, I don't think that's a theory. I think where we leave the story, I think that is very established. So the Skywalkers are just one part of the Palpatine family tree. And they are uh, they are uh, users of both the light and dark side of the force. Yes, they are. Um, and Palpatine clearly uses the light and dark side of the force. He has force projection and he, ha- he has uh, force sight as well as this mastery over life and death. Um, we've seen him use both light and dark side elements as does you know, in the old expanded, Luke actually turns to the dark side, and mm-hmm. clearly Luke is a dark Jedi. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he they kind of signal that that he he wears all black. He's clear like that clearly influences him, and he, when he hid the vision of himself that he fights is Darth Vader. Like he becomes Darth Vader when he has his you know come to Jesus Jedi moment. Are you going to embrace the dark or or the light? I read actually just today that um, in Return of the Jedi. It was intended that Luke's that Luke w- yeah. black um, ensemble was supposed to be a callback to Anakin. Uh, well, the the classic that was supposed to be the, the like what a Jedi wore. But when they right. made the prequels, they decided to mold the the look of the Jedi more off of Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi. Yeah, um, which does make more sense because if he's hiding out on Tatooine, why is he right. dressing like a Jedi right. to be exposed? But they ended up molding the garb of all the Jedi Order. Right, um, after Because uh, one of the things that's come out with this uh, leak of what Episode Nine could have Duel been fates, was yes. a lot of um, concept art. Yes. And in one of them, Ray looks very much like Luke, Luke did in Return, in Return of, the of the Jedi. Yes, and in, in, the, in the Colin Trevorrow script, Ben is never redeemed. Yeah. And he is, he is the ultimate villain of this. And we get a taunting Luke Skywalker haunting him. Could, you know, strike me down in anger, and I I'll, could like, see that, and I'll be with you forever. Especially so where we left Luke. with Mark Hamill. Like, holy those, shit! Those like, being his scenes, those have been awesome. Batshit crazy, like Yoda esque Luke Skywalker, who's like, I'm just gonna fuck with you. And I you also, can't do anything um, to me. I'm more powerful than art, you can imagine. In that concept art, there's also that Ray has a double edge, double lit. Yes, and that makes so double, much sense it makes because so we're much, staff, she was a staff fighting. fighter. Um, yep, it makes so much sense. Yeah. Um. From what I've read of the Trevorrow script, I think it's better, but re- better writing certainly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm happy with what we got with I'm Force Awakens. Happy with what we got. So, um, so yeah, my, so I, I believe with what we've been given, two different vectors of two different lines of the Palpatine family tree. All right. And, and that is, they specifically say that we're a dyad in the Force. They do. That's a big thing. It is. Uh, they make a big deal out of it, and that is what a dyad is. They're they're, they're two parts of a triad, two vec two different vectors. They're, All right. It was great watching the so much that your aha moment of like the, oh uh, shit. Um, 
Well, let me ask you this question. Sure. This is this is my big question for the whole thing, and I and I think I already know your answer based on what you said in part one. But has the prophecy of one who will bring Brown to the force been fulfilled? Yes. And you think it's palpable? I think we made the wrong assumption. Just be Qui Gon says that he's the the chosen one, and and Yoda clearly said unclear. Oh yeah, unclear Yoda. Yoda is. says. Yoda says no, or not no, but like I don't, Who, I don't agree with you yeah. that it, it's him, and, and no other Jedi weighs in on it. And we should have, we Yoda never lies to us. Yeah, we should have, like, and we know that from Episode Five and Episode Six, yep. Yoda doesn't lie, and he um, speaks in riddles, but he doesn't lie. And Yoda says, "I don't agree with you," and we should have trusted Yoda. I think the prophecy has been fulfilled, but the prophecy was about. Palpatine, Palpatine, not Anakin. My... Anakin, Anakin, and the Skywalker line, and then Ray's side of that is the balance to the Force. Ben is the darkness in the light, and Ray is the lightness in the dark. And to, and together, they complete the. And that is why they're able to pass. They have such this rare Force connection, mm-hmm. and that is why Palpatine's able to bridge them in the way that he does. Yeah. No, I. I agree that right up until that moment, right, when when Ben and Ray, well, I guess it was mainly Ray at that at that point when she finally d- dissolved Palpatine, yeah, uh, with his own power. Um, and she has made a decision to to walk the path of the gray. Yes, when when she does that, that is when the when the force is the most balanced it has ever been yep. in in our in what we've seen to this point. But then she has force lightning. At the end, she really seems to be embracing the light. I agree. Which unbalances the force which again. Unbalances the force because again. the the force will right itself by by um, kind of creating, creating a darkness. A darkness. So, like, to... so, so it's kind of it's as the last remaining force user. Force user. It's her responsibility to walk the path to of the walk, gray. Yeah, to, yeah. To to be to keep the force. Balanced. And I think I think. If we do get more stories with this character, which mm-hmm. Daisy Ridley said she's done, yeah, doesn't want to do anymore. Never say never is what I say. Um, uh, I yeah, it seems that she's embraced the the light side, and so it really does, especially because yeah. when you look in um, Last Jedi, her garb has shifted to a more gray, yes. neutral yes. tone. And then at the end of this movie, she's, she's back to being back an all light. All light. Yes. Um, just a little choice. I agree. Uh, but I'll also blame J.J. Uh, Abrams, Abrams for that because the footage they had of um, Leia had Ray wearing her garb from oh, yeah. episode seven. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so they had to make her go back to yeah, that. Yeah. But in that final scene, they did. She could have been back in the gray. Yeah. That's when, that's when it should have cemented the fact that she's... But I'll I'll say that for all the things I disagree with with Last Jedi, it spends the whole movie telling us like, let Jedi the Sith let it all die. Yes, Let's both be gray Jedi, and, and I agree sh- with it. And I agree with that as well. And then in the last twenty minutes of the movie, it rejects it and runs right back to the morality of mm-hmm. of everything that came before in the previous trilogy of light and dark. She clearly embraces the light, makes a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to walk the path of the Jedi, and she's doing Jedi training mm-hmm. in. Episode nine, where yeah. we leave her, even though it's a, re- you know, a mashup. 
But I agree. She seems to have embraced the light. So, I mean, we're obviously going to get more Star Wars movies. Yes. That at some point. So I maybe we'll see the rise of the next generation of Sith now. My, my kind of final takeaway from the whole thing is that Disney should stick with series. I agree. They handle yeah. the, as far as the property of Star um, Wars goes. Or they need a Kevin Feige-esque character who's going to be the arbiter of, of, all. of all. Yes, you can do this. No, you can't. Because Kathleen Kennedy doesn't seem to have a grasp on what's happening right now. And, and yeah. you know, we, we talked a little bit before we hopped on, on Mike. Um, the, you know, the, the news that's come out, it's it kind of been walked back, but also kind of not. Obi-Wan had the Obi-Wan series with Ewan McGregor mm-hmm. had gone into pre-production. They had gotten pretty far along into pre-production to the point where they had, they're doing, a, they've done a new uh, long way series. They're doing the long way up. And we know that Ewan McGregor uses those opportunities to grow out his Jedi beard. Um, so they did that. I've seen some photos of him. He clearly has an Obi-Wan beard so we, we had to be close to filming and it is on you know the series is now on def, indefinite hiatus um there was some speculation that it was canceled you and mcgregor at the premiere of birds uh birds of prey or doing birds of prey press it's not you know it's not it's not canceled we're just delayed a year you know so we're going so they're going to rewrite all of the scripts and uh yeah last thing he it, said it, was, it was it'll start it'll start pre up pre-production again next year beginning of uh 2021 2021 yep we you know we ideally we were we should have gotten this obi-wan series at the end of 2020 but they're not starting production so i mean the series will come some point in late 2021 or early 2022 Mm -hmm. um and uh, that is uh, you know very i think truthfully kathleen kennedy scrapped the scripts you know and said no she wants another rewrite which is what happened with Last Jedi? So I mean, it's like I don't. You know, maybe like they Mandalorian was so goddamn good that they want to you know it to mimic the style of Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, maybe this. I know Kevin Feige is on board. He's now uh, you know creative consultant at Lucasfilm. You had you know kind of mentioned that Kathleen Kennedy's contract is up in twenty twenty one. Yep. Next year. Um. I I would imagine she's out at that point. There have certainly been more bombs than successes yes. with Star Wars under her tenure. Yeah. Um, the the prequel trilogy. I think that's disappointing. It's 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 sad for me to say that she's been with Star Wars since the beginning. Mm. Um, she's been an executive producer on just about every Lucasfilm project. I think on every Lucasfilm project, right? She and and Indiana Jones, not just uh, she was an executive producer on Indiana Jones. So wow. she's been a, she's an original too you know, this world and kind of like the last vestiges of Lucasfilm. In fact, that was his condition upon selling it to Disney that she would have, really have, yeah, that she would head Lucasfilm. Wow. He felt that he'd put it in trusted hands, Oops. but I don't see a way forward for her at this point Mm-mm. based on where it is. Mm. You've got Mandalorian. That's pretty goddamn successful. Yeah. Rebels was good. Mm-hmm. Um, have you seen Resistance? I have not seen Resistance. It's not good. I didn't see it. It's not great. It's it's it skews very young. Yeah. It looks like it skewed young. The yeah. art style didn't impress me much. Yeah. Like the cell shading. And uh 
I don't know from the first preview of it with like uh, the plot didn't interest me at all. Maybe they've gone I, somewhere else. But. Uh, I watched the first three mm-hmm. and doesn't seem to know what the fuck it's doing yeah. or what it is other than like Pose in it. Oh. And it's like the new resistance school kind of not really. Uh, it's it's weird. Yeah. Not good. I, I honestly have no interest to see it. The I mean, seven through nine. Uh, you know, we, we've given our I don't think we needed it. I don't think it elevated Star Wars. So I don't see a path forward for Kathleen Kennedy. And in my mind, I don't think they scrapped it because the scripts weren't good. I think this is Disney saying, you're here until 2021, but we don't want your fingerprints on this series. Hmm. I think they're waiting until she's done and they can give it to Kevin Feige and, yep. let, him, and let him run with Star Wars. Well, we're not far away from finding out. We're not. And, and there aren't any Star Wars movie Productions nope, going nothing. into effect until after. I think it's very interesting that everything that's been slated is now coming out after yep, her contract has been pushed off. So I think she gets to write, you know, she's a lame duck head of Lucasfilm. Hmm. They can't get rid of her, but they don't have to renew her. Well, you know, we'll keep you posted on our midstreams. We will. Because, you know, there'll be stuff there will be. coming out. Is there, is there anything else you want to talk about Star Wars related sketch? No, I mean. Clone Wars Season 7. Clone Wars Season 7 Are comes out. Are you excited? Out. I am. I am. Because that was a series that didn't get a, a finale. A fina- that, yeah, that, it just got axed. Um, it's another one of those like kind of weird things where I saw the trailer. Yeah. Um, which looks awesome. It does. Uh, but it looks like the big climax of the series is going to be a big duel between uh, uh, Darth Maul D- Darth and, and, uh, and Ahsoka. Ahsoka. And we've seen Rebels. We know, we know they they both go on. Yeah. So uh, it takes a little bit of that out of it. But right. I'm sure. I mean, I, I do want to see I, that. Oh, I do, too. And and I I really love Ahsoka as a character. Right. Um, I think she's got a, mi- a lot of mileage left in her, too. Yeah, I agree. And um, do you think we'll see her in Mandalorian? I've heard I've heard rumors that they're going to bring her her into live action. Good. I mean, she is. um just a fantastic character in that she is a Jedi who we have watched have trouble with the order and yeah. have to really, I mean, her, her big finale of the series to date has been that she, in, in she Rebels. up and left. Oh yeah. In, yeah, yeah. In Clone like, I'm done. Yep. Uh, because the, the order really screwed her over. Yep. Uh, and we're not seeing that, but elsewhere. she became a, a great Jedi. She basically became a great Jedi. A great, yeah. She and we picked, see her she come back some in white sabers, and she comes back in, Rebel, in Rebels. Rebels, as you know, a as, force for that yeah. balance, a force for that rebellion. Balance like in, in she the has, she has been the 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 fulcrum. Yeah, you know, that's her code name. But she, you know, she's been kind of building this resistance. Yeah, into the rebellion, and and her, I mean, her final. I posited this that when we see Vader at the beginning of um, Rogue One mm-hmm. in his castle, that oh, he's licking his wounds from his battle yeah, he's with just Ahsoka. that's where he's been. Yep. He hasn't left it since Ahsoka trashed him. Yeah, and he that he was escaped. A great, that was a great. Oh, the Rebels had some he great things. I want to do Clone escaped. Wars and I want to do Rebels at some point. It sounds like we're gonna have a break from uh current like. Star Wars and we're coming go, out. Yeah. So I would love to go back and, and do some of these these older things. 
because um and clone wars was, i mean clone wars started as an animated movie that was kind uh-huh. of forgettable kind of campy I mean, it's definitely uh, and then like the series a, yeah. built to like really mean stories. I mean, the, the the series tackled some pretty. Do you remember the first stuff. Clone Wars series? Yeah the the two D animated one. The two D animated yep. one. Yeah, I've heard an interesting theory mm-hmm. um, about uh, that the two D animation the two D animated mm-hmm. was from the point of view of the Jedi, mm-hmm. and the three D is from the point of view of the Empire. Interesting. And I really like that. I can see that. I can easily see that. Because the 2D was very much darker mm-hmm. and much grittier. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 3D is always like very light and very campy. Yeah. Even when it gets meaty. Yeah, but the, what the 3D like, one almost, does yeah. so well is um, it's kind of the morality of the... Um of the, the clones and right. what, what the war means well, for them. Yeah. Well, that, that, that um, it's that the three, the three D series is essentially war propaganda from yeah. the empire. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I mean, love that. It's, it's just such a great series. And, and the 2d is what actually happened. Like I would, if you lay them out and the 2d is much shorter. Yeah. Um, they kind of tell the same story. Right. Yeah. No, yeah, no, they do. Um, and just uh, bringing Ahsoka in, anything it's just smart. yeah she's great you handle her well yeah and and it's what i feel like i should i should before we end this episode and our sure. star wars talk and everything like a gray jedi it has this connotation of being neutral mm-hmm. they're neutral on everything right they're great. not they're not they just keep balance right that's the key Yep. They they you they don't cut themselves off from one or the other. They're right. not extremists. And it, so Ahsoka shows back up in Rebels because the 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 dark side is 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 Out too imbalanced. Control. It's yeah. it there is nothing on the opposite side. There is no balance. Yep. And so she helps birth the rebellion to to to, to counter right. that weight and Or you could to, you know, you could like it as saying the force is working through her to balance. Is, if you yeah, you could do it that way too. It. Yeah, I, I, yeah, and a once, great Jedi and once is Ezra like a vessel shows up, of the fork, of course. Yeah, and Kanan steps back into his role as Jedi. Yeah, what a great character he yeah. was. Well, a great series in total. Yeah, um, yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano. That is our, that's our big takeaway from Star Wars. Big rave, Ahsoka Tano. Disney, don't f up Ahsoka. Yeah, it will be un- unforgivable if you uh, if you Yikes. f up Ahsoka. So, she, yeah, be she very... was she was without a doubt the best thing to come from the prequels. Ahsoka Tano. Uh, well, did, does she appear in the prequels? Well, I'm just saying the prequels so. birthed the, the, the Clone, Clone Wars, Wars series. Sure, so sure. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yep. from that generation of Star Wars. Yep, I got you. Um, and also you and McGregor as Obi Wan. Hello there. I love you. I love Obi Wan. Yeah. yeah. He's... And he's very close in age to where Alec. You really believe that? Oh, it's perfect. We're ready. The time is right. That McGregor became Alec yeah. Guinness. The time is right. Yeah. And and uh, good good casting. I think he was he was uh, approaching thirty when he did the prequels, and now was he's he? approaching fifty. Uh, 50. Hmm. He's wow. forty nine now. I think he was in his like twenties when good. he did that, and good now on he's. Him. In, in about to turn 50. Yeah. Yeah. Good on him. Makes sense. I think Alec Guinness was 70. All right. It's believable. Another 20 years has to go by. Sure. Or 18 years. Yeah. It's believable. Yeah. A Luke. The a time Luke, is right. A Luke uh, childhood. Have you seen, uh, I heard rumors they're casting a, a young actor to play a young Luke. 
Oh no, I haven't heard that. Um, but did you, have you heard any of the interviews that you and McGregor's done? I've not. He's known for close to ten years mm-hmm. that they wanted to do this. Yeah, and he's just been having to deny it yeah. for like a decade. And they were basically waiting for him to be the right age to be the right age oh, to tell funny. the story. Yeah. And he for and every time he appears somewhat somewhere, he gets asked, and he he's been have he's had to. You know, he's known that there was an interest, but he's legitimately known for the last four years. Mm-hmm. Like since, you know, since 2015, he knew. He's wow. been, he's been flat out lying since episode seven. But he had to. But he contractually, he had to. Contractually yeah. had to lie. Yep. So I don't hold that against him. But that's amazing. Yeah. I'm looking and forward to it. And like a relief it, that he can talk it about through. it. Yeah. I, I oh, really it'll, it will absolutely get made. Maybe it'll become a movie again. Maybe it'll be a series. Who knows? But it, it'll definitely get made. Yeah. He's the executive producer on it. He's not going to let it die. His career could use it at this point. His personal life is kind of a fucking mess. Is it really? <laughs> That's sad. Oh, yes. Um, oh, yes. He's like the number one reason I want to see Birds of Prey. Uh, so his co-star, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's playing Huntress, uh-huh. is his real-life love interest. Okay. Whom he divorced his wife of like 18 years, with which he has two daughters with uh-huh. for her. And she was the one in... um. Long way down. Uh, that that was yes. The long way down was the it, wife. Yes. Yeah. He did uh the second season of Fargo. He starred in with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, and yeah. their on screen romance turned into a real romance. A real romance that destroyed his marriage mm. and his home life. Yeah. Then he kind of disappeared for a little while, to like uh, collect himself, collect himself, and and you know, kind of do you know, do the family thing. Yeah. Yeah. With his, with his children before yeah. they went off to college. He took uh, two years off before he did Good. another project. Good for him. Yeah. But also, he he needs this. Yeah. It, it's not going away. Yeah. This well, is... Uh, <laughs> playing Obi-Wan is going to be his... Uh, save his public. Thing. Yeah, it's going to be his thing. Yeah. I, and I, I imagine it's going to go on for a fucking long time. If until he until in, Yeah, if he has anything to say about it. Absolutely. You know, I'd totally be down for like a Qui-Gon something. Oh man, I would love, 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 love. There's another actor who could use it. Yeah, Liam Neeson could come back to the fold and rede- and like fix his public image. Yeah. You're playing Qui-Gon. I loved that character. It was so fun. Um, yeah, it was a real shock. In fact, we well, well, let's save it. Let's save it. We're gonna shock. do the prequels. Spoilers. We're gonna do the prequels. Um, you heard it here. We're gonna do the prequels. We're gonna do the prequels. Someday we'll make it to four, five, and six, but we're gonna do the prequels. Yeah. We should do, you know what we should do? We should do like one Star Wars a year. Not, 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 not one movie, but like a, a Star Wars episode. episode. I would appreciate that at this point. Yeah. Just so uh, Star can. Wars fatigue has, is a real thing, and I am in the throes. Yeah. Kind of how I am right now with like superhero stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. Whew. So this, guys, coming up, we have a lot of Star Wars free episodes. Star Wars free, and we got it out of the way. We ripped not that a lot of, off. Not a lot of uh, superheroes. Superhero. I mean, there's a couple things coming up this year, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna touch on them. Well, yeah, but we're we're gonna be bringing gonna be, out some yeah. deep cuts, deep cuts, and just some, some real, yeah, some real uh, left turns. Yeah, some things that need to be highlighted. Yeah. The deserve that to deserve be it. Yeah, maybe not the content we need, but the content we, we deserve. deserve. 
God damn it. Harvey Dent. <laughs> Can't even write that. I don't know what you're talking about, Skip. Oh, uh, Shades. I guess that brings us to... Shades and Sketch Recommendations. Star Wars kind of like, we covered like so much in this two-parter. We did. Um, that I'm, 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 I feel full. Is that, is that a, is that the right adjective? That is I rather, that is apropos. Of, of Star Wars. However, I will recommend if you've enjoyed The Mandalorian and, and, um, and you haven't seen them, Watching Clone Wars and Rebels, at least, Ugh. at least the the arcs that um, that Effect, portray the, yeah. the, the Mandalorians, the Mandalorians uh, I think you would you get well, some geeking out over. Why don't you recommend Clone Wars? Okay, and I'll recommend Rebels. Perfect. That was gonna be my recommendation. Oh, Star perfect. Wars Rebels. Perfect. And you'd really get uh, some nice backstory too. Other than other than the fact that there are other stories in them that are fantastic, yeah. uh, it will help this, you yes, will really, with your Mandalorian yes. viewing. Fill in the uh, gaps. Pleasure. Yes, and um, those are both viewable on Disney Plus. Yeah, so if or you can if you don't want to give the mouse any more of your money, you can get it through Amazon Prime. If you don't want to give Amazon any more of your uh, hard earned credits. Uh, then you can go to an actual store and Purchase buy them. some DVDs or Blu-rays. Yeah. I guess the mouse gets your money still. But, the mouse always gets your But money. you can help out a, a local business mouse by going like, to an actual store. It's like Palpatine. Mouse is the Palpatine. Truth. Maybe the mouse is Anakin's Truth. real father. Truth. Yeah. Truth. Shins, are you taking anything from this uh, the second part of this, uh, this two-part Star Wars Spectacular. Well, I'm glad you asked, Sketch. I'm going to take this disruptor rifle. It's pretty effing it sweet. bad. And you can use it as a staff. And it uh, disintegrates Jawas, oh, dis bounty uh, hunters. Whatever you point it at. Whatever you point it at. So be careful with that thing. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to uh, say, Sketch, what are you gonna say there are just a plethora what, of... What are you doing there? Of, uh, oh, of, that of, is... Uh, just discarded helmets. That is... So I'm going to... I'm just going to... Oh. Oh, Pop boy. this on. Yeah. Now I can never take it off. Wonderful. This will be me. This will be sketch forever. Or for as long as I hold the creed. Great. People who know me know that. That. Yeah. My religion is, is weapons. That's. uh, <laughs> That's totally me. I can't help it. They're badass looking. So. um, I just. I'm going to hold on to this. Uh, this helmet. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just going to stare at this helmet forever forever i can make any face i want at you you can and i can never show you my face again sure maybe you should have gotten the helmet maybe i should have gotten the helmet <laughs> you called it before we started uh, recording i did uh, the helmets are so fucking cool. i think i got a, a consolation prize you know there's plenty there's plenty there's of helmets plenty of i'm helmets. gonna i'm gonna take a helmet too there's, there's plenty, plenty of, of helmets all over the place oh i i can see why you like this yeah these are great this is fabulous eating will be hard Oof. overrated but but doable. But think how slimming will be. Yes. This will be. Yes, it will be. Now we need the rest of the armor because I do feel like uh, that. Uh, that what is that? That dubstep group that just wears helmets all the time. Aren't there musicians that just wear helmets all the time? Uh, yes, that would be. Um, I'm blanking on the name. Well, we're coming for them. Yeah, because we got the Mandalorian helmets. Yeah. Yeah. I would. I'm embarrassed. I can't think of their name. That's okay. Oh, well. 
I had to hold anything against you. They did the soundtrack to, uh, to Tron Legacy. Oh, I didn't see Tron Legacy. You didn't miss much. I also didn't see Tron. <gasps> yeah, we should we do Tron. 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 Yeah, we should. Yep. So, guys, we'll, we'll see, see you, you next, next time. time. Or will you? Well, you won't see our faces. Yeah. But they haven't ever. So, Good. that's fair. We'll be wearing the helmets, though. <laughs> next time. If you'd like to take a more active role in supporting Geeking Out, visit us at patreon.com slash shades and sketch. Our website is shows.acast.com slash geeking out. You can email the show at gowithshadesandsketch at gmail.com or contact us through Facebook or Twitter. Geeking Out is a production of Tree Cave Creative, LLC. All rights reserved, 2020.